one to the Morning Huddle Podcast. I'll be your host, Coach Whaler, and I'll be walking you through everything that's in the Morning Huddle newsletter and adding in a little of my own thoughts and observations along the way. This podcast will accompany every edition of the Morning Huddle. So for those of you who commute or just like to listen to our brand of fantasy football updates, we got you. If you aren't a subscriber of the Morning Huddle newsletter yet, you can find the link to subscribe in the show notes below. Now, without further delay, let's huddle up. Remember when Cam Newton yelled, I'm back, into the camera last year? That's what we feel like right now. Yes, we're back. Back. Finding and delivering fantasy football alpha. Back. Keeping you updated on what Applebee's Urban Meyer's grinding at. We're back in your inbox and on your podcast list. It's us, the morning huddle. Now, you're probably thinking, finally, we've missed you so much. Or maybe even... How the freak is Matt Patricia worth $10 million? Well, we got you. And we're following this schedule into the NFL draft on Thursday, April 28th. We're putting out our weekly newsletter on Monday mornings at 6 a.m. Eastern, covering all things NFL offseason, including the draft, trades, memes, and Washington's disaster of a franchise. And also, as you obviously know, we're adding a weekly podcast on Monday mornings for an audio version of the newsletter to make sure all of you commuters are covered. The Morning Huddle is expanded with two great new team members. Hey, that's their words, not mine, I swear. I'm Coach Whaler, though, and I'm a former college coach for 12 seasons and a fantasy football player for 26 years. We've also added a sports law expert, Matt, plus we've joined a new platform on Beehive. Without further ado, let's get into it. On today's show, we'll cover the off-season recap, update on some NFL draft info, and a funny Bruce Arians story. Let's go! If you haven't heard, the NFL offseason's been one of the wildest ones in recent memory. Kenyon Drake summed it up well when he said, and I quote, League looking like Madden franchise mode. Now, I can't cover everything on this show because there's been so many changes, but we have them in the newsletter if you want to check them out further. Let's start with the quarterbacks, though. Here's a quote from the Colts owner, Jim Ursay and their new quarterback, Matt Ryan, and I quote, Extremely grateful to the football gods, so to speak. Where we were compared to where we are, end quote. Now, I don't know if you hear that like I do, but Jim Mersey is clearly thrilled Matt Ryan is on the Colts. Ryan was more accurate than Wentz at every level on the field last year. That's a big upgrade for Michael Pittman. Carson Wentz was acquired by the Washington Commanders. Yep, that's their name now which makes sense as part of their vast money laundering and embezzlement scheme per Scott Barrett. Russell Wilson teams up with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy on the Broncos. Deshaun Watson replaces Baker Mayfield on the Browns, and Baker prepares to record a podcast of his own explaining his thoughts. The same podcast former Browns quarterback Johnny Manziel appeared on. Andy Dalton's now with the Saints, and Colin Kaepernick might be back. Former Bears Mitch Trubisky signed with the Steelers which is great news for Bengals, Ravens, and Browns fans. Marcus Mariota signed a two-year deal and is slated to be the starter in Atlanta. Kyle Pitts was right when he tweeted, quote, it's about to get scary in Atlanta, end of quote. Moving on the wide receivers, Devontae Adams signed a five-year, $141 million deal to join his former college quarterback on the Raiders. 
Tyreek Hill signed with the Dolphins for four years and $120 million. And their head coach, Mike McDaniel, has said he wants to use him like Debo Samuel. My opinion is they are such a different body type that it can't happen. But I'm sure they will create ways to give him the ball nonetheless. Amari Cooper joined the Browns in exchange for a washing machine. Or a fifth round pick, whichever is more valuable. And Bobby Trees, a.k.a. Robert Woods, will hopefully be better than Julio Jones was on the Titans. Allen Robinson replaces Woods and the Rams, and Calvin Ridley is suspended for the year because he'd rather play DFS than NFL football. I can't blame him, though. Other wide receivers in new homes include Juju Smith-Schuster in Kansas City, Russell Gage in Tampa, Marquez Valdez-Scantling in KC, Christian Kirk in Jacksonville, Devontae Parker in New England, and DJ Chark in Detroit. The biggest concern here? It's clearly Juju and Jackson Mahomes on TikTok. Also, keep an eye on DK Metcalf, who can be had at, quote-unquote, the right price, despite the team saying he's not available per Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. Tyler Lockett should also be moved, but you never know. Lockett also passed a real estate agent class this offseason in case you're looking for a home wherever he ends up. Is it too early to stash Seahawks wide receivers Freddie Swain or Dwayne Eskridge? I'm uh, asking for a friend. In other moves, the running back and tight end market was a quiet one, so I'm going to combine them here. Taysom Hill will focus on tight end this season. It might just be a cheat code again. James Connors resigned to stay with the Cardinals. Oh wait, that's re-signed. Meanwhile, Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert both signed with the Dolphins. Marlon Mack signed with the Texans. Evan Ingram signed with the Jaguars, and that might be an upgrade for Ingram this year. Now, moving on to the NFL Draft. Evan Silva and Adam Levitan's EstablishTheRun.com brought on Dynasty guru Anthony Amico to evaluate college prospects that have declared for this year's draft. The fact that there's no paywall here is mind-blowing. They cover the top players at each position. Enjoy this free alpha while you can. And if you're the gambling type, They have a free article on NFL Draft Props. You'll want to know about these players, and we've linked their profiles and breakdowns on our newsletter. At quarterback, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell. At running back, there is good news. This year's running back class is deep. The bad news? Scott Barrett says it's not good. And the more Graham Barfield charts this running back class, the less he likes it. When Graham talks we listen. Still, here are the running backs you want to know about in order. Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker III, Isaiah Spiller, and Rashad White. Hall is a typical running back the NFL seeks and seems the tier one consensus pick here. One thing about Brees Hall, he has forced more total missed tackles per season over the last seven years than A.J. Dillon, Dalvin Mm -hmm. Cook, and Saquon Barkley. That's some impressive names. Moving on the wide receiver, many have touted this year's class as a group of good, but not great wide receivers. A few you'll want to know about in order are Traylon Burks, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, Jamison Williams, David Bell, Sky Moore, George Pickens, and Chris Olave. For tight end, find a way to draft Trey McBride. He puts Phil Mickelson to shame with those calves. He also ran in the 4-5-3, 4-5-6 range at his pro day, according to multiple scouts. That will solidify him as a top tight end on many boards around the league, according to Jim Nagy. If you want even more draft-related reading, 
we've gone through and linked multiple sources for your convenience on our newsletter. Here's a few quick slants before we close with Bruce Arians. Yes, 32 NFL owners finally approved an overtime rule for postseason games to ensure both teams get a possession. The NFL's third all-time leading rusher, Frank Gore, will be signing a one-day contract with the 49ers and will retire from the NFL. Congrats on a legendary career, Frank the Tank. Is the Hall of Fame next? In some videos you can watch linked from our newsletter, Pete Carroll explains why Seattle traded Russell Wilson a few weeks after saying they had, quote-unquote, no intention to move their star quarterback. Also, Bruce Arians retired again and moved to the Bucks front office. Former defensive coordinator Todd Bowles was promoted to head coach and plans to be the quote-unquote chill coach. Did Brady play a role in Arians' retirement? Pat McAfee explored some conspiracy theories that are an interesting watch. And finally, in our tweet of the day, former Tampa Bay head coach Bruce Arians explains why he chose to coach. Here's the words from Arians himself. In what may have been a first in college football history, after home games at Virginia Tech, where he played quarterback in the mid-70s, Arians dished out drinks from behind the bar at a restaurant named Carlisle's. He probably violated some NCAA rule, but he needed that dollar an hour and the free steaks. Later, he left Carlisle's to 10 bar at a basement nightclub in Blacksburg. One evening, a man who he knew lived up in a cabin in the Blue Ridge Mountains sauntered in looking for trouble. He looked like he was straight out of a movie, Deliverance. His long, Rip Van Winkle-like beard may have been home to several different critters. Tonight, the man declared to him, I'm going to drink and I'm going to fight. Well, Bruce replied, let's make the beer free for you, but go fight somewhere else. A few hours passed. Then the man, filled with liquid fire, started pinching the posteriors of several different young women. Bruce told him he had to leave. The mountain man pulled out a black handgun and stuck it in his belly. Throw me out now, he said calmly to Arians. Bruce was terrified. It's generally not good when an intoxicated man is pointing a gun at you. But just then, the nightclub owner, wielding a blackjack, clubbed the man over the head, knocking him out cold. That was Bruce's last night of bartending. He realized, when that gun was jammed in his gut, that perhaps coaching would be a better career path. His beautiful wife agreed. Thanks for joining us this morning. I hope you missed us as much as we missed you. We'll see you again next Monday. And remember, if Adam Gase was an NFL coach for six years, you could do anything. See you next. That's all the updates we have for today. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our newsletter in the notes below. We at The Morning Huddle really appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, ready, break! Right.